Welcome to Fables and Fairy Tales, where this week the story is. The Dancing Mermaid. This story was written by me, and it's based on a story by Hans Christian Andersen. Here to read it to you, it is I, your storyteller Chip Cahoon, with additional voices from Erica Sanderson. This is part two, with more underwater adventure for you. If you missed everything before today, catch up at fablespodcast.co.uk. But if the story is with you, then let us continue. Now she was ten years old, the youngest mermaid was finally allowed to visit the surface for herself. With her sisters swimming right behind her, laughing delightedly as they shared her happiness, the youngest mermaid swam up and up and up. She broke through the surface and gasped, partly from wondrous surprise and partly just to know what it felt like to breathe real air for a change. She took it right down into her belly. Mmm. Oh, air is so delicious. She smiled as the sun warmed her skin like never before, and its light dazzled her. While her ears rang with the calling of gulls for the first time, tingling with excitement, she said, Oh, it's... it's... it's so good. But then she saw the boat. It was the most exquisite thing she had ever seen. The wood. It's so smooth and polished, but also strong and sturdy. Oh, there's a woman's head made of wood, carved into the front. I wonder what those holes in the sides are for. Each one is circled with gorgeous gold. And, oh, those wide white sails stretch and billow with every movement of the wind. The young mermaid almost fell back as she tried to look to the top of the tall, towering mast. She declared, The land people are masters of making things. They are cunning at crafts, agreed one of her sisters, who had now swum above the surface to be with her. The six mermaids stayed near the surface for hours that day, following close to the ship. The five older mermaids had never stayed above for so long, because until then they had always rushed home to let their younger sisters know what they had seen. But I don't have a younger sister, so I can stay up here as long as I like. Yes, you know it wasn't me saying that, so I won't get in trouble with the murking. And that young mermaid had more energy than all her sisters. So, as the older mermaids grew tired and one by one left for their homes beneath the waves, the youngest remained until the sky grew dark. Oh, there! The sparkles! Each one is so bright, but also so tiny. They're too dark to see by. Oh, but, oh, the land people must have captured some and brought them down to Earth. I can see them burning away in glass cages on their ship, giving the sailors enough light to see each other, even though it's night time. Such an amazing sight. This... This is the best day of my life! Out 
out of nowhere, a tall wave smashed into the side of her face. She was knocked under the water and sank down a little in shock. When she finally regathered her senses, she swam back up. What's going on? <laughs> Only to be buffeted by yet another rolling wall of water. She wasn't used to swimming on the surface during a storm. When she came back up, though, she saw that the ship was struggling to stay afloat too. Torrents of water were sloshing across the decks, and the mermaid heard shouts of command, cries of panic, and pleas of desperation from the land people on board. Then there was an almighty boom, as a sudden fast bolt of light, thinner than an eel, fell from the clouds and crashed into the mast. Oh my! That was beautiful! Terrifying! cried the mermaid. The terror of the land people increased as bright orange snakes slid down the mast and grew into roaring monsters devouring the decks. The mermaid watched in horror as enormous waves tossed the burning ship from side to side. And then a land person fell from the ship. He hit the water with a slap, cried out with all his breath, then sank. The mermaid dipped beneath the surface and saw that his body had gone still. Silly lamb boy, this is no time to sleep, she yelled. Wake up! You need to swim! Despite the drops to make her voice heard, the land boy didn't stir and continued to sink. The mermaid bit her fingernails. people aren't allowed to mix with land people. That's what daddy says and he's the merking. I can't help... I'll get in trouble, but... Oh! She was thinking aloud, as you can tell because of those drops of water around her words. And thinking of her father gave her another thought. But, oh, that land boy is about the same age as me. If he sinks to the bottom of the ocean, surely he has parents who'll be anguished. As a father himself, Daddy must understand that, mustn't he? Wasting no more time, the mermaid swam forward to wrap her arms around the land boy and pulled him up until his head broke through the surface. He coughed and groaned. He was alive! But his head rolled around his neck and his eyes didn't open. The mermaid frowned. You clearly can't help yourself. When she looked up, though, the boat was still ablaze. And you obviously won't be safe there. Come on. So she turned for the land and swam, carrying the sleepy land boy on her back just above the water. Near to the shore was a building that the land people had made from stone, though it had a pointy steeple made of wood. It looks a little like a merpeople church. If indeed it is a church, someone there must be able to help. So she lay the dozy land boy on the sand and summoned all the water element within her to call out, Help! Then she slipped back into the sea so none of the land people would see her. After swimming out a little way, she looked back to check that the land boy was safe. A landmaid had come out of the church-like building and was now helping him sit up. The young mermaid could finally take a calm, relaxed look at his face. And that was when she felt it. A feeling in her chest. Like a zillion goldfish circling around and around and around inside me. Oh, 
Suddenly, all she could think of was how much she wanted to talk to that land boy, how much she wanted more time with him, and how much she would miss him if she never saw him again. But, but what would Daddy say? But before she could decide whether to break the rules and swim over to the land people, the landmaid had helped the drenched land boy stagger into their church-like building. The mermaid's chance was gone. That was part two of the Dancing Mermaid. To find out if the young mermaid gets another chance to see the land boy, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast for tomorrow's episode. And if you're enjoying the story so far, please could you do a little thing for me? Please just take a few moments to write a short review of this podcast on your podcast player. Your reviews help other people to know the fun that can be enjoyed inside this podcast, which means you'll be helping us to spread that fun even further. Just look for a button on your podcast player that says review, or maybe comment. Tap that and type away. Or if your podcast player lets you give us a heart, or a star, or maybe many stars, that would be great too. Thank you ever so much. Right now, though, it only remains for me to say cheerio, and I hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio, and I hope to hear your story soon.